0: All right, on the podcast today, we have Reed Hollinger. He's the Assistant Athletic Director at Purcell Marion High School in Cincinnati, Ohio. He shares a lot of wisdom about what it's like to be an athletic director, how he supports his coaches, what it takes to be one. And I know you will love listening to him on this podcast. We got Reed Hollinger on the podcast tonight. Coach, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, uh, I think you're my first guest I haven't connected with on Twitter or known them before. We connect on LinkedIn, so there's another plug for social media, I guess. Yes, sir. That's awesome. Hey, what do you find? Do you find LinkedIn useful? I know some people say like, "Hey, this isn't useful." Some people think it is. What's your What's your opinion on that?
1: No, I have found it pretty useful actually. Uh, so my graduate school program, uh, UC sports administration program, has like their own page. Um, on LinkedIn where they're consistently throwing out job postings internship postings and, you know I found I found some jobs that you know I've applied for from there so very useful from there and just being able to to connect and talk with people who I may not follow on Twitter you know like that's how I found you you know so definitely yeah. there, there is there is a point to, to LinkedIn
0: sure absolutely so let's let's get into it coach talk a little about your background and what made you want to go into athletic administration so what made you want to want to take that path
1: uh, So I got my undergrad from the Ohio State University uh, majored in sport industry sports management it's another mm-hmm. word they call for it uh, did a couple internships in high school athletics knew really, that's kind of what I wanted to go into loved working with the kids I mean the best part of the job is the kids I mean that's kind of the cliche answer most mm-hmm. most people in coaching or athletic administration will give you but truly, the best part of the job is the kids Uh, went on there to attend grad school at the university of Cincinnati Uh, got my master's in sports administration. from there met my mentor and a lot of great connections came from that program, very well connected program Um, and did another internship or two at a local high school and just really fell, fell in love with high school athletics and knew that that uh, that was my calling.
0: That's awesome. And that's a unique path, like going, like straight to athletic administration. Most people I've met have been like a coach or and then mm-hmm. done that. So what made you want to go st- like straight into it?
1: So I didn't really have a desire to be a teacher. Mm. So I love working with kids, didn't want to be a teacher and in the classroom. And I know that's kind of the non-traditional route per se, you know, because like you mentioned people go mm-hmm. from being a teacher, they coach for maybe 20 years or whatnot, however long. And then, oh, the athletic director at your school pops up in. Sounds Mm -hmm. like a fun job. So I'll go that. But now the UC program has really done a great job of pushing kids into that role and telling them and showing the people that there's more to being an AD than what you know from a coach. And there's other ways to become an AD than than coaching for so long and then becoming the athletic athletic director. And don't get me wrong. There is plenty from the coaching role that can be transitioned into the role of an athletic director. Like my boss is the head football coach at our school and then is also this year the track coach so there's plenty that he takes away and there's that relationship with the kids you know you get to learn know them on a deeper level going through a season together that helps being a successful athletic administrator but yeah definitely you see the program there has pushed a lot of people into roles as athletic directors and assistant athletic directors
0: that's awesome man in the county i'm in right now you like being a athletic director is not even an administrative role it's like a stipend position if you really? can imagine yeah
1: so you you get that kind of so some of the bigger schools here and from Columbus which is why I moved down to Cincinnati they want you mm-hmm. to have a, a principals license in order to be the athletic director so you still kind of have that old school way of being you know having a teacher to get your administrative license to become the ath- athletic mm-hmm. director well, yeah i mean i've talked to many people around where you're an athletic director and you're also an english teacher or you coach history you teach history so i mean i definitely would would push for the full-time athletic director position because there's plenty of work to be done and having i couldn't imagine teaching a class on top of my daily duties
0: yeah i don't know how people do it around here i mean it truly really is wild like thinking about like how does that all get done because that there's a lot i mean we'll, we'll, uh-huh. we'll get into that but man i couldn't imagine doing it
1: so i kind of did it at a previous stop, I was an intervention specialist and I was a middle school athletic director.
0: Mm-hmm. So I mean
1: I was constantly walking in and out of the room talking to the athletic director, making phone calls on my phone. So it's like, I mean, thankfully my kid w- was to that level where I could do that, but like I couldn't imagine being in the middle of history class and the baseball game's canceled today and like, sorry, I gotta make 10 phone calls now, but you're teaching class. Mm-hmm.
0: So Would it be- yeah <laughs> oh my bad you're good go ahead no would it be accurate to say like the athletic director is like the gm of a sports program would that be kind of an accurate depiction yeah a bit? in a
1: sense yeah i mean this is a gm's responsible for finding the coach and putting people in the right position and not, uh,
0: uh-huh. i i that's a very accurate statement that's cool man that's awesome so let's Let's talk about your specific role. So, what like what is the role of, of athletics at Purcell Marion High School? Like what is what is the role of athletics in the the whole like grand scheme of, of your school?
1: I just finding spots for kids to enjoy sports. So we are a school of 340 kids, grades nine through twelve. So a really small school. So we push participation. We only cut the only sport that we cut. Is basketball, and that's purely just strict on, on numbers. And I don't even think this year there were many kids that had that had to be cut from the basketball team. So participation is huge. If you want to get involved in a sport, there is a spot there is a spot on a team for you. So and we also don't offer gym, so each student would either have to take online gym or play two seasons of a sport. So I mean, we have a lot of a lot of three sport athletes, and I, I think that's huge. It helps build the culture and it helps also build participation as well.
0: Oh, no doubt. I, I've been, my wife and I have been in the process of becoming Catholic. And mm-hmm. um, when I saw like your school is Catholic, I said, man, I got to talk to coach, you know, about kind of mm-hmm. like how does, you know, like sports play a role in like the character development? I know like all, not all mm-hmm. students are Catholic, not all um, like administrators, teachers are Catholic, but like how does like the role of it being a Catholic school play in like the character development of, of the kids?
1: No, I think there's definitely, you know, lessons that they're learning in their religion classes or just throughout the day, that the cariness of the marin the characteristics of a marinist and, and things of that sort that those those kids can take and they're relatable to, to sports. So I mean I think having that Catholic background is huge and building the the whole mold of our of our student athlete.
0: That's awesome, coach. As an athletic director, so what do you look for? in a coach? So if you're hiring a coach, what's something you're, what are the things you're looking for as you go to, go to hire somebody?
1: So we've actually hired quite a few coaches and it's just someone who, I it's a fine mix of being relatable to the kids and also having that wealth of knowledge of the sport to where you can teach our kids. So obviously, like we've mentioned with not cutting kids, we have kids who play travel and play club sports. And then you have kids who have never played the sport before. So finding someone who can then hire an assistant coach to kind of balance it out. So how do you teach the upper, the top of your team and keep them involved and motivated? And then how do you still teach the the fundamentals? So when we've had coaches, we've turned away, who knew the sport, had all the knowledge about the sports, but weren't gonna be relatable to our kids. And we turned someone down on the other end of the spectrum, relatable to our kids, would have been great with our kids, but at the same time, didn't have that kind of knowledge of the sport that was needed. I think this is that fine line of you know knowing your sport but still being able to be relatable to the kids.
0: Yeah, no doubt. I can imagine. You know, that's a that's an interesting process to be on the other side of. It. I've been on the side where I've interviewed and, um, you know, kind of how do you prepare yourself for that? Like, what do, what do you go through as an administrator to to like comb through? I, I would imagine i will get a bunch of resumes, like to kind of go through and say, hey, maybe this person's a fit, maybe maybe they aren't.
1: I think a lot of it is also references as well. You know, if we come through your reference and see, hey, we know this person is coached at a school neighboring us, you'll call the athletic director. Hey, how, what was the fit with this person? How is it like? Or we may even know some of the applications just from the local turnaround every year. We've heard of this and the success that this person has had at their school. But I mean, this definitely needs to stand out. I mean, what have you built your program to? You know, you could be a winning program, but is the, is the culture of your program good? How how would the athletic director or former administrator define the culture of, of your program? Is that something that we want to bring into our school?
0: That's awesome. I, I would imagine too. It's really competitive getting coaches in the Cincinnati area because there's a ton of really good Catholic schools. There. Yeah. So yeah. you
1: you have your your top class of Molar and Saint X Saint Xavier, who everyone knows about, and they're they're going to get the cream of the crop. And you know we're we're one of the of the gcl co-ed the greater catholic league co-ed schools so i mean we're getting we still get some of the better coaches but we're still getting you know we struggle with fighting with some of those bigger schools who have all the talent in the world and all the resources to be able to pay someone or just the facilities in general
0: oh no doubt Uh, give somebody like a rundown of what is your day-to-day like so like when you like what time do you get to school like what are you working on you get there i mean just a normal kind of day of an athletic administrator
1: yeah so today well let's go through today because today was a crazy day i got there at eight o'clock um updated our website with uh information from our baseball game yesterday um made some changes that were necessary you know we moved around some baseball games due to incoming weather it's supposed to rain on wednesday so we shuffled around a bunch of games there so then from there updating the school calendar the athletic website informing our parents you know, of, of these changes and forming umpires of these changes, teams and everything else of those changes. And then boy, after that, it was probably, I have, we have lunch duty. So we get put into lunch duty for let's say from 10 to 50 to 105. And then we get a little bit of a break in between the two lunches. But then after that, just getting so I organized football equipment today, um, getting our football equipment room organized and tidy getting all those JV varsity uniforms put away in totes that are just kind of all laying out there and then I uh, time to guess I came home for a little bit let out my dog and then went went to baseball I was at baseball until probably 7:30 tonight, and start all over again in the morning start all
0: over again coach do you have a like a wife and kids
1: Yes, I'm uh, married uh, to my wife. She is actually a uh, volleyball coach. She coaches varsity volleyball girls and is an assistant boys coach at her school. So she's actually keeps herself fairly busy on on the regular with that and then we have a uh, a year and a half old pup.
0: Oh man, coach, you are you're a busy man all around, good gracious.
1: <laughs> this spring has been crazy with her taking on boys volleyball, but some things happened at the school and they needed an assistant volleyball coach, so stepped in and and took the role so yeah it's crazy with baseball and softball every night and then she's got boys volleyball but we we make it work
0: absolutely coach you said boys volleyball ohio mm-hmm. has boys volleyball that is wild so it's not a state state
1: sanctioned sport okay, okay it's still considered a club sport um down here a lot of the catholic schools have boys volleyball just because Catholics have been, they have their own CYO, Catholic youth organization volleyball for boys starting mm-hmm. at ooh, a young age. And then some of the public schools do, it's a sport that's gaining momentum um, down here. I mean, there's a, been a push the past couple of years for uh, making it an OHS an Ohio high school athletic association sanctioned sport. And then there's some teams up in Columbus and teams up up North in Cleveland, but a lot of them are private schools. And then there's quite a few public schools in the Columbus area that do have boys volleyball in the spring.
0: Mm-hmm. That's cool. Man. So you're talking about, you know, all these, the sports and you're like, you were f- like doing the jerseys for the football coach. My mind is blown right now. Like <laughs> I've always handled our jerseys. Uh, so yeah. Like- so my boss is the football coach and he's also the athletic
1: director. So a lot, some of his stuff, you know, gets put on to, to his assistant. And, and I also have uh, an intern or two that I, I can help push okay. that stuff onto too, which is nice. So I'm also in, in charge of our interns, securing our interns from uh, local universities, so again, having that relationship with the University of Cincinnati was a huge, tremendous help this year. I had an intern who was a, a 20-year Marine vet, and then after he served 20 years in the Marines, he decided he wanted to go back to school and become a, a high school athletic director.
0: Wow, that is, <laughs> so that is awesome.
1: It was, it was an interesting dynamic at first because I had a 42-year-old who I was technically in charge of, and I'm only 24. So I was like, well, I was kind of weary at first. I was like, was he really gonna to listen to me? Like this dude served twenty years in the Marines. But no, he, great, great guy. You know, we still talk. We still talk daily, even though he's he's graduated and hopefully he'll be landing a, a job here soon. But no, the interns have definitely helped. But at a small Catholic school, we do everything. I run, help run the concession stand. I run our spirit shop. I mean, you name it, I've probably done it. helped sub for classes for teachers. You name, you name and I've probably done in the least one one day at school
0: man that is that is awesome I remember becoming a head coach at like 29 and having coaches on my staff that were like 50 uh-huh. and like you were talking about the dynamic is like uh is he gonna listen to what I say you know yep. like that's, and, that's and really interesting
1: you get that as a young administrator people want to people want to push your buttons and they'll say well don't pull out the they're you're young I don't have to listen to you like I know more than you I've been in this profession longer, but it's like we don't have to have that kind of relationship. Like we work for you and with you, so I mean, we let's work together. You know, I'm not. You can call me your boss, but I work. I work for you in a, in the sense as a coach.
0: Oh no doubt. I I think about you know, especially like in Ohio. I mean, you guys have more high schools in one class than we have the entire state of West Virginia. I mean, <laughs> I could. You know, I mean, you're trying to schedule games and find you know, refs, like I imagine that's just, that's insane.
1: As a, as a smaller school, you know, and we are joining a new league next year. So we have six teams, I think, in our, like mm-hmm. we split the league up into two teams, a small school and a big school. So we're pretty much set there. And then we have, mm-hmm. our league is ge- uh, geometrically, not ge- uh, geographically mm-hmm. centralized. So all of our schools in our league are within like four or five miles of each other. So it's a very neighborhood type league which is which is nice before we were driving from cincinnati to dayton for half of our games and on a swoon night our kids were getting back to 10 11 o'clock at night from a volleyball game on a wednesday night so it's nice to be in a league where we don't have to take buses
0: no doubt i i'm pretty good friends with the coach at, the head coach at bishop hartley in columbus okay, yep in uh,
1: columbus yep
0: And it's, he was talking about that to me one day, like it's like a Catholic league. Like you play a bunch Mm -hmm. of teams that are close to you and it helps with your scheduling and things of that nature.
1: Yeah. So they only have like three or four Catholic teams in Columbus. So they're always looking, looking for games and traveling. I know they've come down to Cincinnati and played some of the the Catholic schools down here, but yeah, they have more of a harder time than we do.
0: Mm -hmm. No doubt. Coach, what kind of advice would you give for people who want to get that want to have a career in athletic administration? Like, like what kind of path should they take? What are some steps they can take to get that ball rolling?
1: I mean, the biggest thing for me, it was internships. You know, just get your feet wet, you know, make, make the connections with people because those are the people that you can rely on the most when it tom- comes time to apply for jobs. And I still have people that I call if I wanted to apply for a job today, I've got three or four people, you know, that I can use as as good references to to help my case and to that know a bunch of people. And that was big for me. I had many internships even while i was in a year at grad school i interned at two or three different schools and i made connections there but i mean as i've seen there's still that that teacher coach traditional route of becoming an ad and then there's the new the new way of progress i guess if you want to call it that way of going straight through athletic administration and then going to grad school and getting a master's and then getting into the field that way
0: that's awesome man it's 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 so cool talking to somebody who is kind of like the, going through like the new, new school of becoming an athletic director, because that's something that is not real common around here, like in West Virginia, but it's cool to hear like, that's something you can do. You can use your, your education to to pursue your career.
1: No, most definitely. And I think that that's becoming more popular here as, as we go on now, some of the bigger jobs are always going to have that, uh, case of you need to be a principal, have a principal's Mm -hmm. license and that kind of stuff. But that's just, schools have been that way that way for for a while now but I think as as the times change a lot of people have also valued I'd say another thing is get involved with the uh, NIAAA the National Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association there's different certifications through there so I have my RAA as a registered athletic administrator you take courses on like the life of an AD what to expect and then I'm going for my CAA as a Certified Athletic Administrator. So we've taken classes on Title IX and different other things, relevant information you know, that you'll have to, to use on the job. And I think that there is there's definitely value in professional development.
0: Man, that is awesome. Reed, I really appreciate you coming on and taking your time after your, your busy, busy day and sharing a lot of good wisdom with us this evening.
1: No, thank you so much. Glad to be here and glad always happy to share some knowledge and and some tips with, with people looking to get into the industry.
0: Man, that's awesome. I appreciate you coming on. I really, really do.
1: Perfect. Thank you. Take care, Zach.